Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we go into the lounge, we shut the door, we air our complaints with the world, and remember, the door is shut, you're in the lounge, there is no complaint that's too big or too small or too frivolous. Anything you want to air out, my guests and I, will pl- will, we will sing the complaint song with you, and, and listen... If you have a luxury lounge complaint, all you got to do is send it into jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give me a little sauce on that. I want to see Luxury Lounge dash baratara. Tell me what you're complaining about in the title so we know to get to it. And listen, we have a. <laughs> I've been saying this the last few weeks. Take your thumb and your pointer finger and go as wide as possible. That's the length of your complaint. Okay? You go longer than that. We write to edit. We know my motto. You know, let's uh, let's cut the fat there. So, uh, but I'm very excited to have your complaints. And we love some screenshot complaints. If you can add a screenshot, we love to do that because we want the visuals uh, to put on Instagram. So, people, keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. I'm on the road. Oh, I am on the road. I got... Uh, if you're in Cincinnati, Liberty Township, which I found out just now is... Not Cincinnati. You're like the half hour outside of Cincinnati. That's fun. Um, can't wait. So Liber- I'm there. I'm in Cincy this weekend. Um, I'll get the pasta with the sauce on it, or the, the chili pasta that makes you shit your pants. I'll probably get that. Um, it'll probably be on my Instagram stories. But if you're in Cincy, tell you. And listen, if you have a friend in these areas, shoot him the podcast. Be like, hey, this guy's got a podcast and he's going to be near you. Listen, maybe they'll come. Uh, West Nyack, New York. That's, uh, that's like Rockland County. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philly, Philly, Philly. I know we got Philly people. Sacramento, Sacktown, Hartford, Connecticut, San Francisco. Ooh, can't wait for San Francisco. Uh, Pittsburgh, PA. That's my first time. And I know a lot of Pittsburgh people. I'm, I'm a Penn State guy. So, Yinzers, are you out there? Omaha, Columbus, Dayton. So, JaredFree.com for tickets. JaredFree.com for tickets. JaredFree.com for tickets. I mean... I'm I'm down um, at the Southern Quarantine Cabin in Boca, um, as you can see if you go look at my Instagram. Uh, I'm I'm very excited. I'm, I'm I guess I'm I'm at the epicenter of complaint of luxury complaints. Boca, I would I would consider the the parts of Boca I see. I I'm I'm just around people airing. I mean, my mom walked into a restaurant last night and she goes, she literally walked in door closed, freezing. She just freezing, and I like, <laughs> I was like. I do a joke about this on stage about how Jews just, like, don't complain to people. They just complain just to the ether, I guess. But when she walked in, freezing, and then I got a drink, and my dad goes, that's the drink? That's the pour? And it's like, they're still going to eat at the restaurant. They're still going to drink the drink. Like, it is just such a sport down here that I I, I feel like I'm in – I'm at a professional – the luxury lounge complaint zone. And I'm so excited. Today's guest, you know, comes from like the other epicenter of luxury lounge complaint, the, the, uh, the upper West side zone, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm so excited. Uh, it's your first time in the lounge, but, uh, uh, an OKP to the pod, uh, Juliet Littman. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I was like, I had prepared a luxury complaint for this, but Hearing all the places you're going to made me think of so many other luxury complaints that I have. I'm so happy. But I just I just want to note what font size are you talking for this email for your 
for your thing, four finger to your thumb email, because that's a long email, man. (laughs) That's really long. We're going like size 10 Arial or like just like default Gmail. That's a long email. I won't read that long. Default Gmail, but you're that, but that's me giving kindness to me. Like I, I'm not saying you can't write. I want to give people their creative space, but like some of them, like that, that should tell you how long some of the emails are going. Mm, mm. Like that okay. I'm even saying, listen, because I'm looking at one right now. I, I love this first one, but we're going to get to it later. We have all the emails. JTrainPodcast.com. Juliet is the host of Bachelor Party Podcast. Fantastic podcast. Go listen. Get involved. Um, so I, I Listen, I'm, I'm so happy that it, good complainers hear me talk about just the cities I'm going to and they go, Oh, I've changed my complaint. So I'm, I'm super excited to have you here. How are I mean, you? What's going on in your life? What's going on, Julia? Tell the people. Um, I'm great. I'm really good. A lot of my complaints are related to my apartment because I've decided to invest in making it nicer. Like when I first moved in last year, I was like, eh, it's COVID. I don't know how long I'll be here. Whatever. Mm. Just like I, I, my, basically I decorated my whole apartment with like um, stuff for my dad's office that he no longer wanted. So I had like, a- <laughs> just, and just have a picture of Yankee complain. stadium as no, you walk in. No, it's like, I don't know. This actually ties into what you're saying. I had like four drawings of San Francisco, which I once where I once lived and now hate. And I'm just like, dad, thanks for the free art to make my apartment look nice, but it's time for me to move on because I hate San Francisco. And I, my original complaint was going to be that framing is too expensive to like make my apartment look nice. It's too expensive, but I could go on and on with my luxury complaints about San Francisco where the weather sucks. Like I sit here so, from New York City and uh, the grayest day possible. It's 37 <laughs> degrees. And all I want to talk about is how the weather in San Francisco sucks. <laughs> Hold on. Don't let me stop you. We usually go my complaint first, but hit the music for Juliet's <laughs> complaint. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. I'm so sorry. <laughs> go, you're fired up. This is what I love. You gotta go. You gotta go with the. I gotta swim with the current. Tell me why? Because I'm a San Francisco fan. I, oh, no. I, I but oh, I'm willing. No. I can always complain about a place I like, even if I like it. What, what, what are your San Francisco complaints? Because I Oof. and listen, people, I'll be there. Um, you guys can come send. You know, I'll deliver your hate mail to Juliet personally. <laughs> uh, you can give me your letters to Juliet, like. Like I'm heading to to Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what is uh, what are your San Francisco complaints? The weather in San Francisco blows. So you're going to go there in March and be like, oh, great. Escape from the end of winter. Mm. It's still really gray on the, in the northeast. You're like, oh, New York, we still need to get to the end of April. And you're going to get there and it's going to be fucking cold. And then it's going to be like one o'clock and the sun will be out and be like oh it is beautiful in san francisco it'll last for an hour and don't leave whatever neighborhood you're in it's gonna be so shitty and it's like it's the coldest most depressing 70 and sunny you'll ever encounter if it even gets to that in march it probably won't 
it's just like everyone and then everyone dresses badly because the weather is so confusing so everyone's just like wearing a lot of layers they don't go together they throw their patagonia on top and it's just like it's a total disaster and it looks really bad and also moreover you're uncomfortable it's like a bone chilling cold it is a medium place. It never goes, I guess, you know, I guess the, the beauty of New York is there's low lows and high highs. Like, yes. you can have a beautiful New York day and it's like, we did it. It's my sex in the city dream. We're living <laughs> it up. San Francisco, you're right. And it's the reason when I get there, like, if you go there in the summer, you go like, and you're taking a break from like the heat, the sweltering heat of New York, you go, Thank goodness. Oh, my yeah. God. That's why I think that's why people love it when they visit. It's a break. Great place to visit. It's beautiful. There's wine. There's hills. Mm. There's great food. But like great it's a, food. it's actually a shitty city to live in. Just go for a few days and then leave. That's, do that's all you few, need. I think is it. Do you think it's a better city to be a to live in a suburb of like no, I wouldn't. For the I, East wouldn't Bay, I think it's a great place to grow up and like a great place to raise a family. Berkeley mm. and Oakland, lovely. I mean, now you're priced out, probably can't afford it. So Godspeed to every, everyone. But I think it did seem like a really great place to grow up. I used to house it in Berkeley and like really enjoyed it. But I, I don't know, man. I just think California, there's a lot of issues. The weather is not enough. That's just all I'm going to say. Well, there's issues See, everywhere, but there's, there's the, issues the everywhere. Like with, the water will run out soon. Fires. <laughs> uh, there's rain now. And, and, and I don't know. Like California with bad weather is significantly less appealing, especially because so much of what is done um, is outside. So, like, that's also another reason why COVID being so bad there is really confusing to me. But whatever. That's for another story. It's for another mean, complaint. <laughs> that's another complaint altogether. And that I mean, I. It's interesting you bring this up because it's like I do go to San Francisco. I visit and I go. Oh, I love it. I'm wearing a hooded sweatshirt. I don't have to like worry like but you're right about the clothing thing where it's like it's like when it rains in New York, you're like, I guess I'm wearing a rain jacket. I'm going to sweat in the rain jacket and then I'll take it off wherever I go. The rain jacket doesn't exactly go with a tie like if you want to get dressed up for the night, like that's every day in San Francisco. You're just like preparing yeah. for this other thing that you don't need to want to prepare for. Most of my like memories related to places I've lived have been dependent upon like how comfortable I am on like a moment to moment basis. <laughs> and San Francisco I was very uncomfortable. And let me tell you, I lived, I went to college right outside of Chicago. So I've been in the extremes and I'd rather be cold and put on really heavy boots and yeah. a really heavy jacket and then go inside than like not know what I'm getting and like every hour I have different temperature. And like when you're in a place that's not well insulated, you're cold all the time. San Francisco, building zone of insulation. It's fucking cold, <laughs> man. It's us. Well, this is this is actually kind of a theme that comes up on this podcast a lot. It's expectation versus reality. Sure. San Francisco, you don't know what to expect. And you get out into this reality of like, I guess it's cold now. I guess it's warm now. Like, you could be in the sun and in the shade and live in two different climates in San Francisco. I've had that happen. Of course. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yes. Chicago, it's shit out. You Put know on your shit. Yeah. You know what you're getting. It's the whole day. It might even be the whole week, but you are mentally prepared for that. New York, same deal. It's going to be hot out. It's summer in New York. You're not going to, that underwear ain't making it another hour. Okay. It's over. Yeah. I. <laughs> There's some comfort in the alcohol is my winter coat. It's like, you know what you're getting. It's going to be cold. Yes. You put your coat in the corner, drink a lot. You hope it's still there when you're ready to go home. And you've had a great night. And that's it. It, it, is, it is so funny. The 
the difference between living in a city, visiting a city, working in a city, working outside of a city. Like I always think of like commute, the people like I can see on someone's face if they are someone who's commuted from Long Island to New York City for 30 years. I can see it on their face. I can see it, you know, the, the lines ingrained, like, you know, the, the I can see the wrinkles. And, and Commuting is awful. It's like one awful. of the things that COVID is reclaiming that time for sleep. I mean, I don't have kids. So I know if you have kids, it's different. But it's just <laughs> like commuting, commuting sucks. I did it for high school. Blue. It was like my high school was like far away. How far away was your high school? Like an hour on the subway. It was oh. like door to door. It was like an hour and twenty minutes affair. I mean, it was very. I mean, it was very far. And and you're a New York City kid. Yeah. That is, um, I mean, an hour. Like you're doing an adventure, like a Sesame Street style adventure every day. Yeah. yeah the subway was really crowded until you like got past a certain part. I, commuting stinks. I mean, just awful. Horrible. Don't do it, Horrible. people. Don't <laughs> overrated. So listen, very excited to have Juliet Lippman here. Everyone go follow her on Instagram. Go follow the podcast, uh, Bachelor Party. Fantastic box. I was just a guest. We talked bar mitzvah dancers. We had to discuss it. I'm I'm the resident Jewish ombudsman on your show. I think I came on and sure. talked bagels. <laughs> yeah. Any Jewish topic, you got to come on. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. So let me go to my complaint. Hit the okay, music. I'm really, I'm really sorry that I jumped out of you. I just couldn't contain myself. There's I that do not apologize for bringing energy to an energetic podcast. I'm very excited about that. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. Now, my, I am here in Boca. I have been, I, I am, I, I've loudly been working out with a trainer at Forzag. Everyone go follow He's fantastic. I'm a huge fan. His Instagram, great place to find free, you know, little tidbits of information. Let me I give him this. You. I get it. Okay. You get it. You get it. So I, when I come down to Boca, my parents live in the community and there's a little field out here that I can go set up my phone and work out with Forzag over the phone on FaceTime. Or he'll send me, sometimes if the schedules don't work out, he sends me a pre-taped workout, which I love because I can just press play and I'm in the zone. I got headphones in. My dad will randomly take, and he, my, dad, my parents have golf carts too. They each have their own golf cart with their name on the side of it. They are literally out of a Seinfeld episode. My dad- That's will, hilarious. And, it's hilarious and my dad and the golf carts are quiet they're not like like it's like a a golf cart sure it's a golf cart Mm. i'll be working out and this has happened before but he did it yesterday and it reminded me of how annoying and he'll roll up behind me while i'm working out and you know when you can feel someone breathing down your neck and I like turn around. And I go ah! like I, I got scared and he's just watching my workout. And it's not like he's approving or disapproving. He's just watching 
like I'm a zoo animal. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, this is a whole timed out thing. Like, this is like, I, I, I'm i doing a hit workout. Like, it's like 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off. You know, take your 30 second break. And it's like, I think like you and I are same age where it's like, we're, we want efficiency. Just like you say, the commute. Nobody wants to do the commute anymore. Everyone wants to just wake up, do their job, get it fucking done so they can do the things they want to do. I feel the same thing with the workout. So now today, Forzag sends me a weighted one. So I, and that for the weighted ones, I use 20 pound weights and I can do it in like the corner of any hotel gym, which I love. So my parents, their community has a gym. The gym is beautiful, but my dad has to bring, okay, go ahead. Can you travel with weights? No, I, <laughs> that would be too much. 20, I, 20 pound weights in your luggage. That's a no go. It's a no go. And I've thought about it and I'm like, no, that's insane. I do walk them to the West side highway field when I'm in New York. Um, I own my own weights, but I, but especially when you're at a hotel, the hotel gym has right, 20 right, pound right. weights. So like right. any hotel gym has 20 pound weights. That's why I love it. So when I get here, I don't need the rack. I don't need the treadmills. My dad's like, use the Peloton. You know, my dad, he's trying to direct my workout. And I'm like, no, I have this thing. I like to do it. It's 45 minutes and I'm done. I just need a corner of the gym, but he has to walk me in. So now he goes, I'll go with you. So he takes me to the gym. You have to wear a mask. He walks me in. I go, I'll be in this corner. And he goes and does his thing. I'm in the middle of this workout. Again, I just turn around and it's him behind me watching. Like he, like, I feel like I'm in a horror movie and he's about to murder that's me. Awful. I, yeah, that's awful. awful. Yeah. And then he goes, and then there's a man next to him. And he goes, this is my friend, Ron. And I go, all right. Like I'm in the middle of like literally in the middle of jumping jacks. And I, and he goes, and I, and you have to be polite. You got to go nice to meet you. And Ron, whatever this guy's name is, he's like, I'm coming to the show on Saturday. Oh, I can't wait. And I'm like, nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Like trying to like, you know, go with the workout that's still going on the tape. He goes, and your dad, what a guy. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, and I go, and I just want to go, all right, Ron, shut the fuck up. I got to work out. Like, I can't do that. Cause you got to be polite. This is a beautiful gym. I'm a guest here. And he's like, and I got to say, I can't wait for the show this weekend. Your tonight show set. We loved it so much. And it's like this whole time he's giving me compliment after compliment and all I want to do is like, you know, take a weight, knock them out and then wake them up when I'm done so I can get the compliments later. And you can't. You have to like you got to stop everything. You got to slow down. You have to go into Boca mode and, you know, polite. Nice to me. And I am appreciative, but I sound like the biggest dickhead ever. What do you think? <laughs> well, I just am like, I guess, confused by your trips to Boca, which seem to be frequent because I, yes. I would say. My like complaint on your behalf is that mm -hmm. it's great to be able to go to Florida, but having to stay with your parents is really rough. And so like my complaint <laughs> for you is that, you, uh, and so basically I just want to complain on your behalf is like, thank you. I think, I think really what the problem is here is that you deserve your own space and being what? asked to share with your, with the, I, mean, I assume they're in their seventies, your septuagenarian parents sounds like a really big imposition. And so what needs to happen in these retirement communities is there needs to be like rental, like casitas, like, like that you can just get 
that's like adjacent to where your parents are. So in your own space, they don't know what you're doing every moment, but you still have the benefit of like having every meal together. You know, you bring up a great point and I will reveal something to the listeners. I've, I've mentioned it before. I am in a casita. Uh, my parents have a pool house that's separated from the house. Oh my God, great. <laughs> so it is, it couldn't be a better situation. Like I- okay, Then this is on you. Do a better yeah. job of finding a place to work out. Your dad doesn't know where you're going to be, man. But that's the thing. In the community, he creeps around. He's always everywhere. He's got nothing to do but to find. So if I'm gone, he'll go, oh, Jared's working out. I'll go saunter into the field. Like, you know, it, it's the- there's no such thing as a free lunch, and that is something that comes up on this podcast a lot. Like you gotta, you want to play, you gotta pay. So I have, and again, I could complain about this place till the end of time, but I thoroughly enjoy it. Like there is not one moment here that I am not having the best. And but there's stuff like that where you're in the gym and you're like, if you want to use the gym with the twenty pound weights, like I could have gone in the field and not had the Ron experience. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. That means I got to go get together with my dad because he's got to bring me in because guests can only get in after 11 on their own. You know, like, you got to play by the rules. And, you know, sure. rules. We all rules be signed off. You exactly. the You're out. Um, <laughs> You're out. I, I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like with all of your – I'm sorry that I'm just, like, taking no, this No, please. I love it. So I feel like one of the reasons you have a lot of luxury complaints is because you live a life of luxury. You've got diamond yes. status on Delta. You, <laughs> yes. tra- you travel all the time. I assume you're playing the points game with hotels. You're going to Boca. Do you all ever feel like your luxury comes at the expense of like really like quotidian, shitty, normal problems, like just like staying home in New York? Like, do you ever feel like, oh, I just wish I was having like a problem. I wish I got like splashed by a puddle or do I wish I was like having a bad time on the subway or like a bad bartender experience at like my shitty bar down the street from where I live. Although I don't know if you have a shitty do, bar down the street from where you live. I do. Do I wish I, I mean, I didn't understand the word quintidian. I, I, I am not a, I'm not an Ivy league. I'm not a Northwestern graduate. So you're going to have to explain. I, because I, do you mean, do I wish my problems weren't luxurious? Yeah, kind of like, Quotidian, by the way, means like of daily life. It's a French. It's a a, a French word. I, that's been I have those. To I, I have those too. I think it's more fun to sure. bite I, into I, the I, apple sure, of, sure, sure. of of the gym that is beautiful and <laughs> free. Uh, no, but I I do I do have those complaints as well in the puddle that splashes you, but they bother me less than these ones. These ones to me are like these are sport. Right. Like it's like and and I think the reason I've enjoyed luxury complaints so much is like I've I I don't I don't want to ever lie on this podcast. I don't want to ever say to someone like I could never sit here and be like, oh, every day is worse than the last. Like I, I couldn't do that one. Like and I remember I was at like an open mic in New York City and it was like early on. And I remember I saw this person go on stage and they're complaining about like how expensive everything in New York was. And then, but I remember they pulled up in an Uber and I was like, what? Like, like I was like, you're lying. Like, this isn't your truth. You're just, you know, and so, and I understand it's easier to be like, you know, I, I think it's, it's my place to give this space, this space to the others. Sure. You know, sure, sure. Okay. okay. That, can I, I, please can I share, share one other one? Sorry. Yes. I, just like I need to complain. Keep complaining. 
I just flew back from Mexico City. I was really mm. worried about the whole airport sitch, so I got there really mm. early. I went to the Centurion Lounge, which is an Amex lounge. They didn't have a Delta yes. lounge, which, but I had incredible pasta in this Amex lounge, like just mm. like really good pomodoro pasta, really appropriate size. Like I didn't feel like I was eating too much. I was full. The sauce was really good. And I'm just like so angry now that Delta here in America doesn't have better food and it's lounges. And I, I thought of it because every time I'm in a lounge, I think of you. I'll text, <laughs> well, text you. <laughs> I am so happy to be thought of in, uh, with that. I agree with you. What I what bothers me about the Delta lounges, they go, they need to be consistent. The Delta lounge needs, just like the Pomodoro po- uh, pasta, they need a staple thing that I know them for. Like the Biscoff right. cookie on the plane, you know what you're getting. You know you only get it there. I remember I had a chicken salad at the Atlanta Delta Sky Lounge once. And I was like, this is the best fucking chicken salad I've ever had in my entire life. And I was like, this should be ubiquitous. I yeah. should be able to go like the Delta Sky Lounge because it's hit and miss. Sometimes so like you go. Way too much variations. Like outsource it to like Wendy's or McDonald's. Yes. At least I would know exactly what I was getting in every place. Or, like, best case scenario is outsourcing it to, like, Macaroni Grill or, like, Cheesecake Factory, right? Like, a place that does everything and does everything well. You know exactly what you're getting. Like, don't take food services on yourself. Find someone who's already in the airport the big footprint use their kitchen. You've never been more right about anything in your entire life. This is... <laughs> The most correct point. Go one. All I'm asking for is one variation dish. Then give me one that I know I'm going to get there. Sometimes you, you, they have a soup that they'll do a chicken tortilla soup sometimes. But I'm saying I should know. I should know. You go to you go to the Outback. You get in the Awesome Blossom. Like I want to know. You go to the Delta Sky Club. You get in the chicken salad. Let's go to some complaints. You ready, Juliet? I'm so ready. I'm sorry. Okay. I go to Don't this be- for all my own complaining. Don't be sorry. You're bringing in pearls. J train podcast at gmail.com. Title it luxury lounge. Uh, hit us a little with a little bit of the, the complaint. I love this one because it's so annoying to me. Luxury lounge complaint. I have a coworker who whistles while they work. That's really, that's really rough. Also tell me more. Cause I've got questions. I hate to nag. Uh, but when we have all agreed to listen to our earbuds while we work and this weirdo whistling causes me to be unsure if someone is addressing me. So I take out my earbuds and ask if someone something needs my attention. This happens multiple times per day. Stop whistling. Also, my husband and I get breakfast tacos at the same corner store every morning and they have packets of various complimentary compliments, uh, condiments available for customers. My husband takes several more packets than he needs every morning to the point where by the end of the week they run out. I don't say anything, but seriously, why does he take so many? He, we work together, and when we get to work, we will just pile them all in his condiment drawer. It's out of control, but at the same time, we have been married and working together for 16 years, commuting almost every day together. Why start bitching about the condiments now? But come on, dude. Okay, so that's a double complaint. I'd ask the listeners, if you have two complaints, send them in separate emails. Um, let's start with the whistling, okay. because the whistling is crazy. It's pretty weird. People who don't understand that like office space is not just their space are, are mm. very, very frustrating, especially like making noise. Like that's just really weird. But maybe he or she doesn't know he's doing it. I, I don't know. I don't have it. That's really, really irritating. Well, the, the <laughs> most irritating part about the whistling while you work is 
it's a positive thing. You are the negative person for mm-hmm. kind of like being against it. And and it puts you in a when you're you can be negative and right. You know, this idea that negativity is always wrong. No. Your whistling sucks. I don't care how happy you sound. I don't care that you're the seven fucking dwarves. Get the hell out of here. I'm trying to work. And every it's like, you know when someone yawns at work and they do, ooh, you're like, I don't want to fucking hear your yawn that makes me think of your hot breath. Yeah. It's like, we get it. We get it. You're, we get it. You're tired. So am I. Yeah. The, the big sneezer. You know, like, we get it. Yeah, to sneeze. Give a little effort to understand that there's people around you having a day on their own and living in their own, you know, living hell every day. I was wondering where this person lived, but I know that, that she lives in Texas because breakfast time is on the corner. It's an immediate giveaway. I'm so jealous. Yes. I, she's that's awesome. I would, I mean, being able to stockpile breakfast taco uh, condiments is a luxury unto itself. So I feel like we're just like in the right, we're in the right zone. I am a lot more concerned about her relying on this to suss out this issue, though I get it, than I am <laughs> about the whistling. Like, do yeah. we need to stage some kind of like intervention at the corner store? And also like, tell me more about the tacos. That's what I really want to know. It did make me hungry. It did make me want a breakfast taco. King David's Tacos in New York. I'm a huge fan they, of. They stink. Oh, you've never, no. You, You've never Don't, had the breakfast tacos then. They stink. Don't say that. They're, they're friends of the show. I love them. Oh, <laughs> I, I love them. They're great. They're great. Everyone get King David's tacos. Okay, so I... Sorry. <laughs> listen, not okay. not good. They're not okay. seasoned. I, we'll, we'll send them the note. So <laughs> I, I, I will say I'm a big condiment taker, okay? Maybe it's a male thing because I go to this cafe in new york uh, in the west village and they got this egg scramble it's an egg white mm. scramble with onions and turkey and i love Where? it uh 11th street cafe okay. i've i've uh, there's two places we near me there's 11th street cafe and then there's the elk the elk is like the lululemon bougie uh paparazzi famous influencer place 11th street cafe is People who are just as rich but live in Vermont in another house and think that they're not the elk people, which I, I love. So it's it's two <laughs> versions of rich New Yorkers sure. who, who who think negatively about each other. And but the Eleventh Street Cafe has a good breakfast and elk has good coffee, in my opinion. So I go to Eleventh Street Cafe. I pick up and, and they have Cholula packets. I love Cholula, Cholula packets, and I use it on the egg white scramble because it does mm, need yeah. seasoning. Tastes good. It Tastes good. delicious. Yeah. So, but I'm taking, I do take two, and I probably only need one. But I, I do want. I, I think with packets, you really underestimate things. I think this is an underestimation because he's admitting it's an underestimation. He has a packet drawer, so it's like. I think what you should say to him is once a week you go, let's go with the drawer. Bring it to the drawer. I think that's a good compromise. Let's empty out what we need. Yeah. And it's, this is in the, you know, this is goes back to caveman days, providing, you know, making sure that everyone has, (laughs) this is in his nature. 
J Train so, Pie. That's a great way of, of putting it. Um, Jared, I just want to tell you, you can get 100 packets of Cholula hot sauce for $11.68 on Amazon right now. That purchase is about to be made the minute we stop taping because they are, <laughs> the packets are perfect. I hate, I, I, I would say Cholula if, is the, 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 the hot sauce brand for the people who don't like spicy. Mm, it's not it's not like a, like tabasco i don't know what the fuck you guys are doing like i can't even believe tabasco sauce exists i can't believe that at all red hot i'm a red hot fan but that's more of a flavoring and then um i would say the other sriracha hits me too hard i i tried with sriracha it's too much it's way too hard. Um, I'm not really into hot sauce, but I do love like I love a, like a, a Mexican breakfast, so salsa and and sour cream and guac and all that. I mean, the breakfast in Mexico City were awesome. So I'm with you a thousand percent. We went for Mexican last night. We my dad's like we're getting my mom. <laughs> This was the, we were going to go. My dad was in the mood for these fajitas. They were unbelievable. And my mom goes, I don't want Mexican. My, my, my dad goes, it's a bull. It's a bull. It, just hearing them argue, like my dad trying to change the marketing scheme on Mexican food to be a bull place so that my mom would enjoy it was just such a fantastic thing that you just reminded me of. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Foria. Did you know over 75% of people with vulvas have experienced sexual discomfort or pain? Foria knew that and is why they designed all natural sexual intimacy products for women, people with vulvas, and the people who love them. I gotta say, I love what Foria is doing because with sex and with self-pleasure, with masturbation, things like that, sexual intimacy... It gets looked over. We don't we and it's really about mental health and feeling good and having a good, you know, time with yourself and having that moment with yourself and Foria is going to make that experience that much better. They're looking to make it more comfortable. They're looking to make it more fun. They're looking to make it better for you. Sexual intimacy is good for you, both solo and with a partner. It invokes our joy, nurtures our inner well-being, and gives you that glow inside and out. It's just science. And what's good for nature is what's good for our bodies, which is why Foria's products are always organic, plant-based, and sustainably sourced. Foria has a huge selection of items to enjoy, including their sex oil, which provides all natural moisture and lubrication. With 400 milligram broad spectrum CBD to enhance pleasure, comfort, and relaxation. Sexual pleasure is a self-care. I believe that completely. So give yourself that all night long self-care you deserve. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash JTrain for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil. You will thank me later. The J Train is brought to you by MeUndies. Does your significant other spend too much time scrolling their phone while using the bathroom? <laughs> Anyone who's dated me has said that. Does your use of the word guesstimate drive your partner up a wall? Relationships are not perfect. That's why MeUndies is celebrating imperfectly perfect matches with their new Valentine's Day collection. What a fun thing. You're going to love these these undies because it's a great way to kind of have a wink and a nod with your partner. It's a fun way. Matching undies. What a fun Valentine's Day thing to start. Maybe it's the new tradition for you two. 
And it's just great. And gifting underwear for Valentine's Day, you know, that's kind of boring. But gifting matching underwear for you and your significant other, now we're talking. Match your bottom half with your better half and fun limited edition prints. You can even get dog hoodies or buddy bands to match your four-legged Valentine. And be sure to check out MeUndies socks, bralettes, and loungewear, too. All available in sizes extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For a limited time only, get 25% off your first order of matching pairs for Valentine's Day. And as a first-time purchaser, you can also get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. To get 25% off matching pairs, 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Start the new year off on the right cheek with MeUndies. J train podcast at Juma.com. J train podcast at Juma.com here with Juliet Lemon. Go follow. Go follow right away at Juliet Lemon. Also, Bachelor Party. That's the podcast. Go listen. Luxury Lounge. Rain sensing windshield wipers. Mm. Jared, I recently upgraded my car to one that was uh, has way more features compared to my old one. One thing I was excited about was my rain sensing wipers. Come to find these things actually suck at accurately adjusting to the water hitting the windshield. If it's barely misting, they're going full force. And when it's pouring, they're on like level one. What's the point? Love the pod. Been listening for years. Well, thank you for sending that in. I, this is a fantastic complaint. I would be so angry. This is, this is like the smart house taking control of the humans, you know? Absolutely. And I agree. It's a flawed technology. It also makes (laughs) me like think we should be applying some kind of this, some of this technology to something better, but it is really frustrating. It's also very hard to tell when you have it when it doesn't work well if you have it on the right setting. Like, did you put it on auto? Like, it's a little hard to tell with like the analog like lever, but for this automatic digital sensor, it's all very confusing. Well, you're right. It's hard for me, the human, to know what setting I want the windshields on. Sometimes I go with a quick one. I do that bot. You know, you hit it down. And then it goes, and then you go, that's enough. I can wait. I can wait to, I'll do this. And so the idea that that's taken out of my hands, I don't like that at all. Like, I I like, you know, you're on the road. Hit it once, and then we'll get to it when we get to it. Like, I, I, I think this is too much of a personal preference thing to make automated. Yeah, I, I will say, on the flip side, the most incredible technology I've encountered <clears throat> Automatic brights. I have that on my car. The brights go on and off automatically depending on, you know, like the light around me. Mm. It is so fucking incredible. I I can never not have it. And it's like the best invention ever. Like it's so, just amazing. So the lights get brighter as it gets darker. Is that what it is? Like, you know, brights, like um, high beams oh, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go on automatically. It's incredible. And go off oh. automatically when, when a car is like coming towards me or there's like a street light or something. That's amazing. That... It's amazing. It's because incredible. Here's the thing about the brights. You forget you have them sometimes. It's like that. And, and for them to go, yeah, it's time. Like, yeah. I need that. And also the sensing when to turn them off when another car is coming close to you. It's, that, it's incredible. It's like absolutely that, amazing. I'm into that. J train podcast at Juma.com. J train podcast at Juma.com. Luxury Lounge. I want a dog, but not that one. Jared, love the podcast. I'll get into it. I want to adopt a dog, and I've been looking for a while. My ideal dog is social and friendly, two to three years old, crate trained, potty trained, and leash trained. I mean, yeah, I'd like a dog that's ready to go, too. <laughs> fresh luck. out of the box. Yeah, good luck. Fresh out of the box. What are you talking about? I found the perfect dog, and he ended up being adopted by someone with a yard, which is annoying in itself. Just because I have an apartment doesn't mean I should be overlooked. Anyway, oh, this is 
Someone's going to write in with a yard being like, every dog deserves a yard. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, anyways, since looking, my friends keep sending me photos of stray dogs they found on family properties or in the neighborhoods that aren't my meeting my qualifications. I feel bad saying I want a pre-vetted dog that I already know from their bio and are spayed, neutered, microchipped, and not this one. Hope someone else can relate. I'm not alone in this. I, I I mean anyone any single person can relate when they've been try when someone tries to fix them up they don't want to meet. Yeah, I know. You're like, no, not that one. Right? <laughs> um, I would just say I get it. I also would not want to invest in a, in like you know getting a dog like house broken as I think the term. Mm. But do you really want a dog if, at this point? Like if you, if you don't want any of the work or responsibility, which I get, I don't want it either. I, no yeah. problem with there. Do you really want a dog or do you just like the idea of it? I think you just, I don't know. I feel like there's it, some, it, some more questions to be asked, but I, I don't think this is a, I, I totally get it. You want the right do, fit. This does feel like, and listen, sometimes people come to the lounge to look in the mirror and we have a mirror here and we have to look into it sometimes. Do you just want a pillow that will kiss you? You know, because that's kind of when you, when, you know, the work of the dog is what makes it your dog, you know? Right. <laughs> so, I, and I'm saying this as someone who has no dog because I don't want to do the work, you know? Nor, so, nor I. I would never choose to do the work. If, if the choice was like having the night go wherever, I, like wherever, and like just like seeing where life leads me or having to get home to walk my dog, I'm definitely choosing the former. There's no way I'm choosing the latter. <laughs> Juliet Littman, I'm choosing to wander the streets over to love a dog. And yes. I, I agree with you. And, you know, the idea and what's what I'll agree with this person on is you are saying no to a homeless dog. You're basically getting being given Homeless dog after homeless dog, and you're going, eh. yeah, and, you and it's hard. Fucked up. I get it. Yeah, you want, and I get you know, it. You probably have a lovely home. You probably have like lovely stuff, and you don't want like a you don't want a, to risk a dog fucking that up. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Luxury lounge. Oh, I like this one. Paying for my rich friend's baby. Mmm. Mmm. Feather, feather. Thank you for finally gifting us the safe space to complain. I'll get to the point. I'm so sick and tired of paying for gifts to give my rich friends. I have an average paying job and I'm single. My friends and their partners easily make six figures, maybe more. They had big extravagant weddings where I've paid literally thousands to be a bridesmaid. This is way out of my budget, but I thought, hey, this is their big day and I won't have to spend this much on them ever again. Wrong. <laughs> I... I had to spend money on baby shower gifts. My friend just had her baby and our other rich friends set up an expensive, quote unquote, meal train situation. She sent it as a group text, which locks me into participating. Yeah, the group text doesn't help. These people make like three to four times the amount I make with their combined income. Why do they need a meal from me? Oh, so basically it's like she's had a baby. They need dinners this week. Everyone do a dinner. Um. Can't they use Uber Eats? <laughs> the, meal, 
<laughs> the Meal Train website has an option for gift cards. So instead of sending them a $75 meal via this dumb website, I ended up giving them a $25 Grubhub gift card to use. Is this how the rich get richer? Why do they need my money? I'm on a fucking budget. They made the cons- conscious decision to have this baby because they can afford the lifestyle that comes along with it. Why is this my responsibility to provide a meal that they can easily afford? Husband is on paternity leave and can cook a meal for God's sake. The paternity leave part is is now the best point that has ever been made. You're right. That's why there's paternity. Two, there's two of you. Yeah. There's yeah. Two that's, parenting. that's literally why paternity leave exists. Is get cooking, dude. Yeah, uh, so not only one person that just has to take care of all of it. Um, I think this is incredibly, incredibly valid. I would yes. like to direct this person to the episode of Friends where money becomes an issue over, I believe, the birthday of like Monica or Ross or something like that. It becomes mm. like three versus three. Um, it's a great, great, great point. And I think that this person is completely, completely right. I think mm. the meal train thing for a new baby is ridiculous. I think meal trains are great for someone who's like going through like tough time or like if someone has a relative in the hospital or they're spending a lot of time like shuttling someone to and from treatments. Like there's definitely a time and a place for meal train, especially when it comes to expensive medical bills and also the emotional toll of being a caretaker for someone who's sick. But, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. Yeah, but I think this person's completely right. After you've had a baby, also you could have anticipated it. Stock up on frozen food or like save some money or like she, like this person <laughs> said. <laughs> I don't know. Also like, First of all, I will say cooking for one is expensive. So I'm not suggesting this person, I think this person did the right move with a $25 Grubhub gift certificate. That's great. But also like you can make a lasagna and drop it off or something. And like, that would be cheaper than a $75 meal train or whatever. And I also, I like to go off registry. I, you know, I think there's, you don't have to go, you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You can indicate that you're excited about your friend's child in other ways, like by sending a really heartfelt card that costs like $7 or less. Like there's plenty of other ways to be an active, involved and caring friend. I totally agree. And I think the text, the, the group chat puts you in an uncomfortable position. And I think, I think in the group chat, immediately getting back to it and saying, this looks great. Compliment their idea. This sounds great, but I'm going to do my own thing and then take yourself off the chat. I was, say, I was just gonna say don't respond just mute don't engage that's my suggestion oh mute don't engage don't do it yeah just i would say hit, hit that do not disturb i i'm like tyrannical with muting on all of my <laughs> platforms and all of my devices if you say something that i just like don't care for mute if you if the, if the group chat is too active mute like if i am like worried about your response to how i've just texted you mute like just you know to take it off the table try to forget about it come back to it when you're ready juliet Lippman, the the group chat dictator i love it <laughs> any <laughs> chat that has more than three people in it is a is a mute for me well i got sent a group chat yesterday and one of the numbers i didn't know and oh, yeah. the person sent this like um it was nfl quarterbacks as women and it was like it's one of those things I need to know. I, I don't know. I'm not looking to like rate the NFL quarterbacks. It was like they turned the NFL quarterbacks into women. I guess this is, sounds awful. Was this from Barstool? It's so. I might have been Deadspin or I don't know what it was. It, it very Barstool ish. Sounds and, awful and offensive. And I was like, I'm not commenting on this. And it was sent to this group chat with numbers I don't recognize. 
and no one answered. And then the person wrote, and then the person responded to their own text. They go, nothing? I thought you guys would have loved this. And I was like, I, and I wrote, I am not looking to be offensive to women. And then that was all I wrote. <laughs> Good for you. Um, sometimes when I send messages to group chats that don't, that don't get engagement, as I say, I will text all the people in the group chat individually and be like, no engagement, just ignoring me, like to make them feel bad. You are a dictator. Yeah. You're, you're going house to house. Yeah. I will knock on your door until you respond to my group text if I think it's valid. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Sometimes you just need a break from the world, but meditation can take too long, and your friends aren't always there to chill when you need them. So drop your friends and call up your Best Fiends. I love this game. It is a great game, so much fun. The perfect, the perfect remedy to that day where you're just hunkered down, working all day, stressed out. Put your brain on the shelf. Okay, I'm on level 147. I'm so into this game. I love it. It is the perfect way to take my mind off of things, take a 15-minute break. Best Fiends is the mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. Best Fiends is the perfect game with thousands of levels you can play for just a few minutes or get lost in it for hours. I'm a guy, 10 minutes, it refreshes me. The more you play, the more characters you collect, and the more you win, the more challenges you face. Put simply, the more you play, the more you'll want to play. And since new characters and puzzles are added all the time, the fun never stops. Download Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Juliet Littman. Go follow immediately, right now, Bachelor Party. That's the podcast. Um... I love this one. Luxury Lounge. My bonus is too big. Oh, wow. Jared, love the podcast. Have told all my friends about a Feather Feather. Your podcasts have kept me sane throughout a breakup and the pandemic. Well, thank you. Now my complaint. I'm 24 years old. Work in finance. I love my job. Often work crazy hours that most of my friends do not understand. They often make comments that my hours are not worth it. However, I received two bonuses this year that totaled to $35,000. That makes it worth it to me, on top of the career growth I've seen in the past few years. I mean, 24, get a big fat check for 35K. I get it. You got energy. You got youth. You're, you're you know, where- That's a lot this, of money. That's a that's whole a salary lot. For, for some people. I mean, for the last person that couldn't do the fucking meal train, maybe. So I, 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 I understand- it's okay. Sure. They write. My complaint is I can't tell my friends why it's worth it to me without sounding like bragging. That's interesting. I also want to be able to celebrate with my friends that I'm kicking ass at my job. But again, feels weird saying it. Uh, my friends will also make comments about how I spend my money. I just bought a new Cartier watch and bracelet. Oh, my and it God. Makes me, and it makes Whoa. me uncomfortable. Killing it. <laughs> I can't afford that. That's amazing. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable to say that I can easily afford it while still saving that, that vast majority of my income. Are I know this is vintage Cartier here? What the hell? Amazing. I mean, I, I love a Cartier. I know this is a truly luxury problem and I sound ridiculous, but I would like to be able to call someone other than my parents to celebrate when these checks come in sincerely, secretly flushed with cash. What do you, what do you think? This is an interesting problem. I, I was going to say this is what parents are for. So I understand, but this is what you have family for people to celebrate your wins unconditionally. And so 
sorry, suck it up. It's a good, it's yeah. a great, it's a great problem to have. I'm really happy for you and your Cartier jewels. I'm jealous as well. Although mm. I think you can get a little bit more creative, honestly, like Cartier is great, but there's also yeah, like the watch, re- the watch and the bracelet. In- let's, let's switch yeah. it up. I'm also really into supporting like local artists. And I think it's pretty cool when you have like a one of a kind piece, but anyway, I think it's just an <laughs> idea. Also, then you can celebrate with that local artist. Cause they'll be like, so grateful or that, you know, jewelry maker be like, they're so glad you're buying their shit and be like, yeah, thanks for my bonus. I can't believe I'm able to do this. Oh, that is a good point that that person now becomes, Hey, want to get drinks for my, for our yeah. bonus? Because they've gotten a bonus too, because they're you're selling buying a, from them. Uh, yeah. You're buying a high-end item from someone who probably sells one to two of those a year. Exactly. So I, I think that's a great solution. Let me say to this person, this is also, they're 24, which is, you're exactly the age that this shit starts to happen. This ain't, we're done, everyone's done celebrating together. Every, those parties get a little bit smaller. The, the, the people you can go to, there's a lot less of them. The idea that, you know, you're going to see, you're going to have a lifestyle change. It's going to be 25. You're going to get a $50,000 bonus. And a friend from work is going to say, hey, want to go to like the nicest hotel in Tulum? And you're going to go, why fuck yeah, I do. And your friends are going to make comments. It's maybe something to get used to or it's something that makes you shave your friends. It's one or the other. And I do understand where your friends are making comments. You work too much. A little, you know, a little of that is them being jealous. A little of that is also them being upset that, they like you and they want to hang out with you and that's their way of kind of letting you know. So it all kind of goes together. It's an ecosystem of sorts. I'm going to assume this person works in finance. I think that's the only way they wrote, they wrote, they, they work in finance. Oh yeah. It's the, it's the only way you're making that money. And you know, that's okay. It's also, it's divisive though. So find for find friends that are okay with it. Find friends that you can celebrate your wins with who have a similar lifestyle and keep the old and just, you know, go to a cheaper hotel. It's not that big of a difference. It's just like have a good time together. And it's it is hard to navigate though. Good luck. Very hard. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with oh, Juliet wait. Lippman. I just have I just have one piece more piece of advice for this Please. person. Don't offer to pay for stuff just because you can. It makes people feel bad. So just keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. And that's a good reason to not, you know, bring it up. Yeah. You know, let's do some screenshot emails. I sent you a couple before um, we started. And I hope we're not going. I'm I'm trying to keep track of our time, but I'm hoping we're not going short because we had some technical difficulties in the beginning. It was my fault. Um, Okay, I love this one. This is called Luxury Lounge Christmas Money with Conditions. I'm ready. For the past few years, I've been getting Christmas money from my friend's dad for Christmas. For background, I lived with their family for a few years growing up, so I'm essentially one of their kids. The exact amount we, the kids, get varies depending on how well we did with his investments. And this is us getting our quote-unquote inheritance while he's alive so he can see how we enjoy his money. This is fraught with difficulties from minute one, the idea that you're not his kid, the idea that he's you're dealing with his investments. I don't I don't understand. This is like uh, this is like a weird version of like Scrooge. It's like, yes. here's my here's my money, but I need to see what you're doing with it. That's really, really weird. I mean, how well he did with his investments. So the you're cheering for the markets like I don't 
Anyways, he always has these insane conditions on how we can spend the money. See attached. Basically, we have to tell him how we are spending it. It has to be for quote-unquote memory or something we want, and it can't be used to pay off bills or debt. We also have to send him a list of short and long-term financial goals. Is it even a gift if I can't use the money how I want? I'm 34 single and just moved back home after living on Maui for the past five years. Tough life, I know. I'd rather save the money to put towards buying a home than use the money to go on a trip for or a trip or a shopping spree. I know I should be grateful since I'm not even technically family, but this has always rubbed me the wrong way. Thank you for giving us a safe space. So let's read. I mean, this is crazy. I'm going to read. Okay. This is the letter from Scrooge McDuck. You ready? Yeah. Dear blank. This year was look this year was looking fabulous for me financially until the first week of November. In that short time, my portfolio has suffered deplorable fallout. I mean, right off the bat, this is insanity. This is it's an insane, insane it's letter. Insane. <laughs> this, is this is the like, definition. Honestly, this is nuts. This is like, this is not appropriate for anyone in life. <laughs> it's Give the money or don't. I do understand. This is the definition of no free lunch. I cannot in good faith take any funds out of the account at this time unless it's a basic need. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. And then he gives a Bible verse. Yes, the Savior is born. But for your immediate benefit, I will also continue to honor my gift to you as I have in the past. See, this is annoying because, hey, I'm going through a tough time with my portfolio, but I'll still give you your gift. But it's almost this whole thing is a warning. It's like he's yeah, he's making an example out of himself. But like, that's on you, man. Like, I don't know. Why is this Nicole? Oh, sorry. Why is this blanks problem? Don't give the gift if you know. I, I mean, it is absolutely crazy to go. Times are tough, but don't worry. You're still getting your gift. And then he, he writes, "May my ask is that you please share with me your gift or gifts that you will get with the money. My expectation is that 75 to 80% of this goes towards a memory that you can have for long after I'm gone. Can she backtrack it? She said she spent time in Maui. Be like, my memory is Maui. And now I'm saving the money I couldn't save in Maui. That's what I would do. It's pretty weird. He also says, D- please do not pay off debt, bills, or the like. I mean, why not? That's a great use of money. And, like, that's a memory, a happy memory of paying off your debt. Like, that's fucking crazy. This is very much, and I, I'm not someone who really likes this term, but, like, this is such a boomer thing. Like, I, he comes from a time that's, like, Got the mortgage set up. Got your savings set up. Like it, it's yeah. a different type of money situation, and that and people from that time would be like, "Well, why don't you do it?" It's like things are different now, buddy. I know like, it's it's really nuts, and also like I don't know what memory is better than like, wow, my my father or my surrogate father helped me to financial freedom because I'm able to pay off my debt. I mean, that's just like fucking nuts. He writes, get a new bed. I mean, he gives suggestions. Get a new bed, take a trip, do something with your child, significant other, et cetera. Something you can thank me for. Uh, Right? I can thank you for the house. Yeah, it's like like a weird shaming of like where you are in life too. Like, oh, this money's not for debts. It's for like frivolity. It's like, fuck you. I I need to use it for my debt. This also has very much the vibes of a billionaire coming up to you in a bar going, I want you to fuck my wife, but you're going to do it. With these, with uh, me watching, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> However, Jared, he says, "I am all caps not 
rich, but hopefully you've seen what investing has done for my financial position. I mean, that's yep. crazy. But hold on. If investing has done this for you, I want to do that for me too. Yeah. I like, want to invest. I'll thank you for the stocks that I got. You know, like he writes, I will withhold $600 from you this year. The purpose is to try and help you invest. So I guess he's, but I don't want you investing my money. I want, I want to, you know, like it's almost like you you can't be the puppeteer once a month for the first six months of 2022. I will match a hundred dollars. You invest. So he's trying to get them to save, but it's almost like, listen, man, I want to do this on my own. What if they brought him what they did and there was no parameters, but I just want to see what you did. Like that. The only way this is okay. If he was like, listen, do whatever you want. I just want to know what you did. That makes me happy. That would be yeah. okay to me. I I also just think if he was like, let me help you invest like this year, instead of spending money, let's all like get into the investments together. Let's take advantage of this weird moment and like, see what we can find. It's really, really weird. He writes, I'm not rich, but hopefully you've seen what investing has done for my financial position. I'm a little frustrated how this year is ending, but if I look at 2021 as a whole, I have had some major financial accomplishments to celebrate. My third ask is that you respond to me with your short and long-term financial goals in writing. Short-term in 2022, long-term is the next five years. If you don't have any, this is a great opportunity to get some. Remember, smart goals, please. I mean, that is judging. This is awful. This is all fucking awful. I feel for this person deeply. Hold on. There's a there's a whole spiritual element. Please take a moment to thank God on my behalf that I can even give you money as a gift. I mean, praying to God to God for the the Nasdaq to do well is <laughs> just it all is fraught with I don't know. Also, please take a moment and reflect on what the birth of Jesus means to you. I I mean, I have a feeling there's um not a uh, religious or spiritual simpatico between the gift receiver and the gift giver and it doesn't I wonder, feel that way i wonder if that's also like affecting this yeah i mean listen i understand you can have a relationship with god but this feels very much you know this is the, someone imprinting his relationship with money and god on someone else instead on of actually else. giving a gift being like but they're paying to yeah. imprint it on you yeah it's and fucked up it's fucked up it's interesting it's wild i mean this is like, I got to say, this is the best luxury lounge email that we've ever gotten just because it is it's so wild. It's interesting. Like, it's, there's so many things at play. Also to think that God cares about your financial investments while also caring <laughs> about the birth of Jesus is really weird. Those two wow. seem to go together to me, but what do I know? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Juliet, let's do one more. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay, so let's do this one. This is a little different and very much New York City. You are a New York City. Uh, you are a, a daughter of New York City. You're, you're a city kid. So you should, I, I think you'll get this one. Uh, luxury Lounge, I run an NYC hostel. Jared, an esteemed guest. My roommate and I recently moved to NYC from the South and have been loving our new lives on the 32nd floor of a luxury building. However, I would never let people know that we signed a lease for a big 1,500-square-foot apartment had I known that we would be the de facto hotel for all our friends. Not great only point. do people... <laughs> it's a great point. Not only do people always ask to stay with us since we have the biggest unit out of all of our NYC transplant friends, our Southern Bumpkin visitors always ask to stay for four to five nights. 
That is too long because the trip is long, expensive, so they want to get their money's worth. It's a goddamn nightmare. See the attached below. It's a screenshot for absolute travesty that will be my 2022 Q1. Okay, so let's read the screenshot. Oh, my God. They're discussing who's coming. So I'll read it. Ready? Yes. Okay. January, first weekend, blank visits. Second weekend, Ben and Trina visit. Third, fourth weekend, free. February, first weekend, Rui visits. Second weekend, free. Third weekend, Holly visits. Fourth weekend, Shanika visits. March, first through third weekends, free. Fourth weekend, 25th celebration with Sierra, TBA, to be be announced. (laughs) Fifth weekend, Irwin to Florida. April, first through fourth weekend, Paris. Okay, wait, Mackenzie's visiting January 7th through 8th. Guess we'll have a very full house. So they they have the second, Javika, uh, excuse me if the name's wrong, leaves. Mackenzie arrives. Maybe we need to start charging. They write, how is a girl supposed to take a shit in peace when her home is a hostel? Also, I was not consulted before my roommate agreed to hosting these people that I do not know. Guess I'll relinquish my right to living the living room until March. What do you think? This is really rough. I mean, this would make me hate my roommate and would like yes. break, our, break our friendship. So I think, she, I think that this person just needs to prepare to no longer be friends with this individual and after their lease is up, might need to move. But they probably got a really good deal. I'm guessing they got a like COVID deal in like an sure. empty building on the 32nd floor for so much space. 1,500 square feet, that's big. That's like Matt and Tyler level big. Oh, it's, is that how they're living? Is it- I think so. They're, I've never been, but their apartment looks large. 1,500 square feet is big. I know what that looks like um, in New York City, but nothing is big enough to have a visitor. House. I hate house guests. I hate uh, them. I, it is the, the only worst. Place, the only place I like it is in like an actual house. In New York City or like any place where you don't have a lot of space or like a guest room with a lot of space in between that room and your bedroom is a nightmare. I hate hate house guests and especially the bathroom situation that they mentioned they're right i would say yeah. also the they the, the biggest point is that they're from the south and they moved to new york city they took the chance right they took the the leap of faith happen. they made it happen they went to new york city from wherever they're from they mentioned bumpkin visitors i'm not going to make those assumptions on where you're from but i'm saying Moving to New York is a fucking difficult thing. It takes a lot of faith, a lot of like chances, a lot of like meeting, taking a trip to meet with a some Israeli dude who's going to show you a thousand apartments that you're pretty sure aren't places that they're like are places that he needs to get rid of that you know you're getting screwed. You're not sure who to trust or who to talk to. You don't. It's not like you have a. You're from Long Island and you've been coming to the city your whole life. You're from far, and so you did this all, and they're using you to have the New York City life. For, you know that they didn't have to pay for both socially, both mentally and financially. It's it's just not fair. It's straight up mooching, and I yes. I, I think. I think the real problem is the roommate. Like I, the friends, yeah. fine, but you and your roommate need to have boundaries, and your roommate needs to know your boundaries so that you can enforce them together. I gotta have a sit down. You gotta talk about, hey, I need three weekends a month that I'm in my apartment alone. Yeah, we absolutely. Can, we can do one weekend. I, I mean, I believe in compromise. Also, I'm nervous for this person because the roommate is going out of town to 
Paris, apparently for a month, you mm. need to make it clear that the roommate may not sublet his room for that month. You need to make that very clear. Absolutely. And will not go, oh, yeah, the key's right there for whoever wants to come. Like, no, 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 no. Open bedroom does not mean free bedroom. That's yeah, not, no, 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 because that is the New York City dream. Roommate who leaves a lot. That's you awesome, know? yeah. <laughs> Nothing is better. You want to be uh, roommates with a consultant. They travel every week. The best. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Juliet, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This was so much fun. Everyone go follow Juliet at Juliet Limit on Instagram. Uh, Bachelor Party. That's the podcast. Fantastic show. Uh, I'm Jared Freed. Luxury Lounge. Keep sending them in. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We will be back next week. Boom.